Every year when we celebrate Holy Thursday, when we celebrate Corpus Christi, the church draws our attention to the Holy Eucharist. It draws us to those words of Jesus. This is my body, this is my blood, and rightly so, we often emphasize the true presence of Christ in the Holy Eucharist. As we focus on those words, that what Jesus says becomes reality, and that we truly do receive his body, his blood, his soul, and his divinity every time we receive the Holy Eucharist. I'd like to maybe focus on one other aspect of the Last Supper, which sometimes I think we take for granted, and that's the reception of Holy Communion. So there they are. The apostles are up there in the upper room. They're eating the Passover with Jesus, and then he takes bread. He breaks it, blesses it, and gives it to them. He says, this is my body. And he does the same thing with the chalice, saying, this is my blood. That night, that day, was their first Holy Communion, when they received Jesus in the Eucharist for the very first time. And then the church continued to gather. They celebrated the Eucharist after Jesus' death and resurrection, after his ascension, and now for centuries now. We've continued to celebrate the Eucharist, and people have consistently received Jesus in Holy Communion. What must it have been like for those disciples on that first Last Supper? What is it like for us when we come and we receive the Holy Eucharist? Maybe what I'd like to do now is just to help us to better appreciate, maybe enhance our reception of Holy Communion by going through a movement of prayer that we could do after we receive Communion. So what happens? We come up in church, we receive the Eucharist, we receive the body of Christ, we say amen. We might receive from the chalice and we say amen. And then we go back to our pew. And what do we do in those moments afterwards? This is the movement of prayer that I might recommend to you. The first would be, I would think that we need to offer our thanks to God. The very word Eucharist in Greek means thanksgiving, and as we've received Holy Communion then, it's only fitting, it's only appropriate and right for us to thank God for that most privileged opportunity that we've had to receive his body and his blood. Maybe in addition to thanking God for coming to us in Holy Communion of entering under our roof, maybe we want to thank God for something from the past week. So the first movement of prayer is thanksgiving. The second movement would be to pray, to pray specifically for your intentions. Every Sunday we come to Mass and we carry people in our hearts. There are lots of things that are weighing on us, people, situations, whatever it is. And when we're at Mass, after we receive Holy Communion, what a wonderful opportunity for us to then pray for them. Some of the saints, they say that after we receive Holy Communion, it's one of the most privileged moments of prayer. It's one of the most intimate times that we can pray to God, one of the most powerful moments that we can pray. So in that moment, to pray for the people in our lives that we want to offer prayers for, maybe to pray for ourselves or whatever situations we're facing. When Mary, the mother of God, appeared to Adele Brees in 1859 in Champion, Wisconsin, she kind of hit at this fact that we should pray for others after we receive Holy Communion. Mary said to Adele, you received Holy Communion this morning, that is well, but you must do more. Make a general confession and offer your communion for the conversion of sinners. 
And so as Adele received communion, she would pray for the conversion of sinners. Maybe that's something we can do in that moment in which we offer our prayer of petition after communion, to pray for those in our lives who are away from God, who are away from the practice of the Sunday sacraments. Maybe then to offer that prayer of petition. So once we offer thanksgiving and then we offer that prayer of petition, the third movement I'd recommend would be silence. Just to sit there, to be still, to be silent. You don't have to think anything. You don't have to say anything in your mind, in your prayer. Just to simply be. Be silent. Be still. St. Therese of Lisieux, when she would write about receiving a Holy Communion, she often would say that she was filled with a great sense of joy. And so maybe for us, in those moments of silence, to be attentive to what God is doing in our heart, what God is doing in our soul. That maybe there were little bits of sadness in our life, but now we have joy because of receiving Jesus. Or maybe we had a lot of anxiety, but now we have a lot of peace because we've received Holy Communion. So just be attentive to what God is doing. And then lastly, I'd say the final movement of prayer would be to make some sort of spiritual resolution. That as we go out into the world, as we go into our homes and into our workplaces this next week, that we carry through with a promise that we've made to God. That maybe because I've received Holy Communion today, I'm going to try to be nicer to that one person that really irks me. Or I'm going to perform an act of charity each day to make a small little promise to God, especially after Holy Communion. That's one of the things that's always impressed me about Sister Adele, about Adele Brees. That when she was a young girl, when she made her first communion in Belgium, she entered into kind of a pact with her friends. They wanted to be religious sisters. They wanted to work in the foreign missions. That was a promise that she made after she received Holy Communion. Now, our prayer, our promise doesn't have to be as drastic. Although maybe for some, as we receive communion today, maybe it'll be like, God is calling me to the priesthood. God is calling me to be a religious sister, whatever it is for your state in life. But I would say, if not a vocational promise, to make a small little spiritual promise, because it'll help us advance in the Christian life and to uh, advance in holiness. So every Sunday, and maybe for some people, we receive communion every day. What do you do in those moments? Might I encourage you to take a few moments of prayer, of thanking God, of asking God, of simply adoring God in silence, seeing how God is working in your life, and then of making a promise to God. That's a little prayer that we can offer after we receive Holy Communion. It's a prayer that we can offer not only today, but really every Sunday, every day of our lives.